hey, Jared, mm-hmm. after this show, we're going to take two weeks off. Mm. Really? Yes. Why? What's going on? Uh, next week is that Gin Blossoms concert that you heard so much about. Okay. And it- the week after that, uh, Ray and Karen will be away for Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. Well, I will do the show on the Gin Blossoms Day because fuck you guys. <laughs> no, no show should be canceled for the Gin Blossoms. I will not accept that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that said, if you guys do want to put, you know, do a show, feel well, free. I thought Ian was uh, coming with. Oh, yeah. that's right. Ian's coming with us on, on next week. <laughs> I'll, do, I'll yeah. do the show by myself. I heard that go. from a reliable source named Karen. <laughs> yes. I, well, I was thinking Thanksgiving, but yeah. yeah. Okie dokie. We should get started. It is nine o'clock. It is. Welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, November 9th, 2021. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. Me, I'm Jared. <laughs> this is Ian. <laughs> On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you'd like to join in our, on our conversation, you can sign up on our Patreon page, which will allow you to chat with us directly as we record. Uh, we record Tuesday nights right around 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, if you can't do that, you can still post something to our Facebook page or tweet at Profane Arg. Um, this week, I, I want to talk about Aaron Rodgers for a little bit, so I've got that in yeah. later, yeah. and uh, <laughs> some some other crazy COVID updates. But the first thing I wanted to do was talk about Jenna Ryan a little bit. Uh, this was just something that I saw. It was it well, it's kind of a follow up to our profiles in sedition. Profiles in sedition. <laughs> oh, uh, she was. At the Capitol on January 6th and had messaged out on Twitter that she is definitely not going to jail. She's Her the reasoning re- is, what's that? She's the, uh, the real estate agent from Texas who flew in her private jet. Correct. Yeah. So her reasoning was she has blonde hair, <laughs> white skin, and a great job. So she's not going to jail. <laughs> I can attest she doesn't have a great job. <laughs> she's got a, got a private plane so she's doing um, all right <laughs> all right i mean she's got money but the job sucks mm. but she actually said it like point blank look i'm white and blonde i don't people like me don't and i have money so people like me don't go to jail yeah turns she's out she's wrong. going to prison so it, 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 the statement was not unreasonable <laughs> yes correct it turns out to be modestly inaccurate yes uh, Grinch says that that was somebody else's private plane. She just rode in it on the way ah, there. So okay. that makes a world of difference. <laughs> well, yeah, I suppose that's true. She does not own a, her own jet. Yeah, it's not that rich. She only got 60 days, but still, she got 60 days sentenced to prison. So anyway, I just, I, again, a follow-up for, for our profiles in sedition. I just thought it was funny more than anything else. Mm. Uh, yeah, no, it, it is. It's you is. You're not wrong. It's comical. Certainly disappointing, but... It is, it is like, haha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so one thing that I saw uh, several times uh, this last week in my religious 
newsfeed. Western Washington University in Bellingham, Washington. There is a uh, there's a statue and like a a school, a part of the college named after Thomas Henry Huxley. Hmm. And if you uh, so if you look up Thomas Henry Huxley, you will probably see that this school is actually reviewing the the little bust, the statue of him, to see if they need to remove it. Apparently, they have accused this guy of being racist, and they want to have the the school renamed and the the statue removed because they don't want to have a racist associated with this guy who ran a campaign to abolish slavery. And he's yeah. from the 19th century. He's probably a racist. That well, was kind of the norm. <laughs> I kind of get that, and he probably had said something because slavery was actually a thing then. Yeah. So the idea that he had some things that were said that were probably not acceptable today, sure, I, I get that. However, he did run a campaign to help abolish slavery. So he was headed in the right direction. All right. Yes. Uh, hmm. And not just head in the like if you if, like spearheading the right direction. Right. Sure, yeah. exactly. <laughs> hmm. And why do they want to take all this shit down? Because he at so, one point owned slaves, despite his accomplishments <laughs> by their standards today, he would probably seem like a racist. Right. <sighs> so this guy Thomas Henry Huxley, he also coined the term agnostic. Uh, hmm. Before him, that wasn't a thing. Which that really brought it into my whole religious feed because he was he was like the first person to to claim to be agnostic mm -hmm. um he also was uh he was referred to as the bulldog of darwin because after darwin wrote his books on evolution uh this guy like really promoted them brought brought the books to the united states really pushed them pushed the idea of evolution into schools <laughs> really Declared a pioneer of modern evolution. So, you know, the, the understanding of evolution. So the idea that, you know, you want to remove this guy because he may have, you know, been racist. That's just silly. Yeah. The, the evidence is, is lacking. I couldn't even find it. <laughs> Maybe the evidence is out there and I'm just bad at Googling. I don't know. But the other stuff seemed to be very easy to find. The good info. Yes, exactly. Oh, yeah. hmm. Nope destroy him <laughs> yeah he might have been bad he I, I can't accept that he may have changed his mind on something therefore he must be tampered down and smashed and destroyed and never spoken of again i just want to ask i'm, I'm kind of curious the the people who tried to cancel others because of their you know especially people in history because of their possibly racist things that they said you know that jesus said things that were racist right <laughs> are they christians as well because in the bible jesus definitely singled out people for being not of the right uh not of the right gene pool and i mean it was it was he did yeah i mean he referred to people as as you know either jews or gentiles he looked down on i mean not really looked down but i mean part of his thing was to you know you should treat everybody as equals even those people like that's some of his teaching mm. Mm. not anything about slavery in those 10 commandments either huh no well in, no, definitely not in the Ten Commandments. The only thing in the Bible about slavery is how to treat your slaves. Yeah. You, you don't whip them too much. <laughs> Just a reasonable amount? Yeah. You, you don't want to permanently mark them. It, it, you know, it affects their resale value. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm. So how many people are we talking about that want to pull this down? Is it a Twitter mob? Hmm. A real mob? 
I don't know. It's actual administrators. Yeah, that's it's I'm, I'm only curious about that. I like that Jared brought up that point. I read a headline today that said viewers, viewers demand removal of Eli Manning from Monday Night Football because he was retelling a story and he just uh, and he, he did two middle fingers to the camera oh. because that, that was he was telling a story of what happened to him uh, by mm. some fans in Philly. And so I went on to read the article. Three people called the FCC. <laughs> Three. Wow. That's fans demand Eli's removal. Right. I'm like. Well, the headline is not wrong. <laughs> right. Technically, it's true. But like, how misleading. does that stack up to the 1,200 people who called the FCC because they saw Shakira and J-Lo's butt while they were dancing at the halftime show? <laughs> yeah. So absolutely, that's that's definitely something to look into. When 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 a story says people are are work, working to cancel something, I'm like, who are these people? How many are there? Is this only technically true? I'm hoping that that is the case in this story. This guy seems like he was a pretty uh, excellent person. Yeah, yeah. I can't get over this all or nothing attitude that people have. Exactly. Got to be Jared. Jared, get on board for my uh campaign to get George Washington removed from the $1 bill. Mm. That guy was racist. <laughs> Can't have that on our currency. It's promoting <laughs> racism. It's disgusting. <laughs> and I feel like I understand, you know, like, taking down a statue of Robert E. Lee makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know. Different. But it's almost like the power's gone to their head and they're like, oh, we got one statue down. Maybe we can take them all down. You know? <laughs> and then someone goes, hey, wait. You know, the first statue was a really good idea, but there's like actual living racists running this gun. No, fuck you. I got to take this statue down. Do not bother me with these real people who are alive now. <laughs> well, it's the purity test. It's the, you know, uh, 100% requirement that we, we talked about in the past. There isn't, there's no shades of gray. There's no compromise. There's no middle ground. There is true or false. And that's it. There's no, there's no. There's nothing in between. This Huxley guy, of course they should. I mean, and if they're renaming it because they've got some <coughs> big donor coming in, it's going to give them a whole pile of money. Fine. Rename it. Whatever. But don't do it because you're canceling him. That is just crazy. The purity yeah. tests need to stop. It's, it's, it's unrealistic. Or someone should just say to them, hey, we'll get to that one day. But there's probably some more important shit going on right now. <laughs> how about if, how about if we put a little plaque saying he was from the the 19th century? Some of his views were not pure. Get over. It. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm thinking about SNL. We have renamed the Robert E. Lee Middle School to the Robert E. Lee was bad Middle School. <laughs> that works. Yep. <laughs> So according to the article that is on whyevolutionistrue.com, the the poorly written critique of Huxley as a racist has uh, made it to the college administration and is set to be reviewed in December. So I hope they review it and go, no, I don't think so. According, again, according to this article, it is a poorly written thing. It doesn't really cite much in the way of evidence and any evidence that it does cite is really overwhelmed by the amount of good it, that this guy did. So um, I did not read the 16 page letter that was submitted. Mm. Because I just didn't want to put the time into it. But <laughs> I will take them at their word that it was poorly written and hopefully is just going to be disregarded and clear out of, of the religious news feed. Unfortunately, I mean, the university is screwed no matter which way they go. They'll either be overwhelmed by racists or they'll be overwhelmed by the woke crowd. There, there's, no, there's, no, there's no winning this. <laughs> yeah. Uh. 
I've said my piece. Fuck those people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, and it's it stemmed it, it it just goes back to the our whole discussion about the regressive left. The fact that the left has gone too far and are censoring too much. Yeah. We've talked about it before. So Yeah. It's I, I I'm starting to really think like they're power hungry sometimes. You know, like they just realized what they could do mm. when they did something legitimate and then they're like, Oh, my life is so empty now. We got that one thing done. <laughs> What did Let's that guy another. say 30 years ago? What? <laughs> <laughs> Kill him! Self-righteous anger, activate. All right, so I'm going to move yeah, on to yeah. uh, <laughs> to uh, this political story, kind of. It's not really about politics in any way. Um, it's about Paul Gozar. Gozar oh. the Gozarian. <laughs> uh, apparently, he tweeted out a video. Uh, his comment was, the creativity of my team is off the hook. All right, dude, you're way too old to be using that phrase. But yeah. <laughs> uh, apparently it's an anime that superimposed AOC's face and his face and Biden's face. I haven't seen the video. It got pulled off of Twitter. But basically in the video, in the anime, uh, the character that Paul Gozar is representing uh, kills AOC's character and then jumps with double swords at Biden's face to take him out next. Mm. I hope they called Secret Service on him. I was going to say, I hope the Secret Service have shot him in the next panel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah unfortunately not. Uh, AOC actually retweeted it and said, A creepy member that I work with who fundraises for neo-Nazi groups shared a, fant- a fantasy video of him killing me. Uh, he will face no consequences because GOP leader cheers him on with excuses. So AOC expects nothing to happen. And yeah, I, so do I. I don't think anything's going to happen. Oh, my God. If I was Biden, I'd be like, go knock on his door. Start an investigation. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm pretty sure that uh, – what's her name? The the comedian that held up Trump's head? Kathy Griffin. Yeah, that's her. Mm. Uh, I'm pretty sure she got investigated. I'm pretty sure she told a story about how the FBI showed up at her her door. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I would would definitely like to see the same thing for uh, Representative Gozer. Come on, Joe. Joe, we're going to let you be a little bit of a dick this time. So yeah. go for it. All right. <laughs> no one's going to question this. We'll, we'll all get a good laugh out of it. But to me, I mean, this stems back to the whole January 6th thing. Why isn't the the Justice Department like leaning into the representatives who were behind the the attempted insurrection? Like, it seems like not a whole lot is being done in that direction. It's not. I been- feel like there's supre- subpoenas going out every day, isn't there? There was another subpoena today to um, a whole batch of people that uh, worked in the White House or for right. the reelect Trump campaign. People, people that work for Trump. But I want to see, like, I want to see the, mm. them going after the representatives that actually that we know that are on video inciting people. Right. That they, they were, you know, either raising a fist with them or at the speech, you know, gave a speech or tweeted the location of the Speaker of the House, for example. That was a good one. Yes. These are things that we know happened. Right. I mean, it doesn't seem like there's subpoenas going out. They seem to be going after Trump people to get more information around Trump. And that's great. But it just seems like we already know Mm. about some of the representatives. I don't know. Yeah. Don't you guys know? Don't you watch cop shows? You go after the low level people first and you crack them. So they start naming names. (laughs) Can't go straight for the big dog. Well, you definitely, I mean, there's a problem going after Trump for, for this because he doesn't write anything down. Right. Like, and just like a mob boss, he uses innuendo and 
So yeah, so, last night he lost. A, he, he was trying. So that there is a, there's a pending decision coming from a U.S. judge. Um, he asked the the court to block the January sixth investigation um, access to the records from the White House during those days. But the 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 the, um, the ruling is pending. So he asked the court to um, stay. He asked. He basically asked for a. Um, don't give any of the documents out when you when you um, uh, 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 deny my request, even though the request hasn't been denied. And basically, the judge said, "I can't deny. I can't grant you something that hasn't been. That can't have a decision yet." It was very strange. All this happened last night, so he is desperately trying to make sure that they don't get any information, any documentation. And any any minute now, any day now, this ruling is going to come down. And supposedly, the documents are due to um, the Senate by I think it's Friday. So soon, very soon. Very curious. Well, I'm also mm. very uh, skeptical that we'll even see or hear anything about it. Right. I, I, exactly. Mm. That's exactly where I'm at. I'm hoping. Be like, oh, I can't tell you how many times I've heard of treasure troves of damning evidence. Mm. <laughs> Remember when they got Pecker from the National Enquirer and he had the safe full oh, yeah. of stuff? Whatever happened to that guy? Good question. What about Weisselberg? <laughs> yeah, that's been quiet in the New York City case. Yeah. Yep. It seems like they want to bring all this evidence forward, forward and say, look, we found all this and expect the person to go, oh, you're right, and then resign and go back to being a private citizen. That doesn't happen anymore. No. Like, Especially not with Trump. We, we know for a fact that, that they're all going to take the, the Trump move and just be like, nope, didn't happen. Lie about it entirely. and uh, Block, just, counter sue. Yeah. yeah. I can hear Ian's blood boiling. Anyway, I'd like to see something happen to Gozar because I, I don't know if, if you guys remember, but this is also the guy whose own family has no. been calling him out about the crazy bullshit thing that he has done in the past. Family members have, have posted, they're not just posted on social media, but taken out ads against him. His yeah, own like family. Five, bro- five brothers yeah. and sisters or something? Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, oh, that's him, guy. huh? Yeah, yeah, that's him. <laughs> wow. All right. Anything else about that whole no sir <laughs> no because <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna move on i'm gonna move on to aaron Rodgers <laughs> and the story american hero aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> boy did i get lucky how's that in the sense that did, um, i assumed you all watched saturday Night live this weekend yes. uh, do we did yes and they did the aaron Rodgers sketch mm-hmm. i just happened to catch a, a random news clip about this dummy <laughs> right not knowing anything about the story and going, oh, who's this guy? This and that. Then I go, oh, I'll watch Saturday Night Live. And then they did it. I said, hey, context, great. I would have been clueless a minute ago. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So Aaron Rodgers, if you don't know, quarterback for the Green Bay Packers, um, he is required by well, I don't, by the NFL, definitely by yes. his team. I don't know where it comes. I mean. NFL. Okay. Yeah. So required by the NFL to get vaccinated, or if you're not, to go undergo daily testing, mask wearing, and uh, quarantining. I forget what it was. It was like quarantining as though you had been exposed to somebody who had the virus because they're just they really want to keep their players safe. The last thing they want is for half their team to get COVID before a game. Right. So. I completely understand why NFL would want to do this, even if it weren't something that the government was pushing. Uh, so he was asked 
by reporters at one point if he had received the vaccination and what his thoughts were. And I don't remember exactly what he said, but he said, I've been immunized. He said, yes, I've been immunized. In, in, he said, I've been inoculated. Inoculated. Yeah. So not vaccinated, but inoculated. And as it turns right. out, after he got COVID, it, it, it was discovered that he did not have the antibodies because his inoculation consisted of a homeopathic solution that, uh, you know, some doctor friend of his had recommended to him. Doctor, in quote. Mm. Dr. Joe Rogan? <laughs> so apparently, yeah, that's what it came down to. He admitted that he's heard Joe Rogan talking about stuff. Oh, really? Went, went and found <laughs> some sort of naturopath, got a homeopathic solution, and then considered himself immunized against the virus. Mm. Uh-huh. The worst part of it, in my mind, is that video, ref the video that he did where he went to apologize for, you know, lying to the press, where he didn't apologize. He basically said, the woke media is coming after me, and I'm all, you know, they're beating me down, and so I felt that I had to do this because I'm such... He made it all everybody else's fault. Definitely wasn't his fault that he didn't get the vaccine. Hmm. Well, I mean, it, 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 it is definitely the uh, the selfish person's go-to. I mean, he, he, there's no consideration about anybody else around him because he, he probably wasn't doing the, the daily testing either. So he lied to his coworkers, endangered their lives. I mean, the, most of them are young and fit, so they'd probably be okay. But some of those big linebackers, eh, I don't know. They're carrying a lot of weight around. He cost them the game on Sunday. So at the very worst, at the very least, there's that. Yeah. Well, he's been um, sidelined for, what was it, two weeks or something? I think so. Yeah. I think it's a 10-day minimum mm -hmm. if you're unvaccinated. So there is an article on, on Yahoo News uh, talking about the fact that Joe Rogan is now a good friend of mine, hmm. according to Rogers, yeah. and that he did consult with him prior to, uh, to getting the homeopathic solution. Oh, but he also took ivermectin. Because yeah, I mean, you can't not take the ivermectin. It's a cornerstone of any good treatment. Yeah, but I Howard, Howard Stern had a nice quote on this where he was like, you know, the next time this fucking idiot gets tackled on the fucking field and he's got broken bones, they shouldn't call a doctor. They should call Joe Rogan. There right. you go. <laughs> I do wish they'd stop calling the ivermectin the horse dewormer, though, because it is an actual medication for human beings as well. It's a parasitic, you know, it's an antiparasitic. Right. So just funnier. call it that. Well, it's funnier, sure, but it, it it's an over-exaggeration that makes it into a punchline and not, you know, science anymore. Well, they they also – there's also reasoning behind that because people were going to to uh, the supply stores, like the you know, farm stores, to get the, the mm. ivermectin. They weren't going to a doctor to get a human-sized prescription. They were getting the horse dewormer. That's what, that's what they were, was being purchased. Right, and b because the doctor would tell them, "No, you can't have that. You you don't have a parasite, <laughs> so it, it's not appropriate for you to take that. It doesn't work. It's it's actually going to injure you. So no, you can't have that." So they get the horse dewormer. Yeah. So this would, led me on my free thought emails. It led me to a story on WKOW in Wisconsin that ran a story about homeopathic treatments, uh -oh. and it, basically the article is homeopathic treatments. Do they work? And they don't give an answer. Yeah. They basically oh. they basically describe homeopathy has been around since the seventeen hundreds and it uses all sorts of natural plants and blah 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 and the basically the, the, the whole article is the science is still out. 
It's not. <laughs> it's, it's clearly, clearly not. You'll never know. And then there's another one from WDJT, also in Wisconsin, talking about doctors saying homeopathic treatment is not an alternative to COVID-19, and they almost get it right because they, they do say that uh, homeopathic treatments are not, uh, are not a, a good treatment for COVID-19, but then they also kind of drop the ball and say like, yeah, so homeopathy is well established and uh, <laughs> used for various other holistic treatments. It's like stop, stop it. <laughs> well, people always straight. mix the t people mix the mix them together. Like homeopathy is the same thing as holistic treatments. I think you can have holistic treatments alongside medical care. Yeah, that sure. is, you know, relaxation. Um, you know, vitamins, all that stuff is not going to hurt you, but don't use it in the absence of medicine. And usually, holistic treatments work alongside. It, I mean, it's yoga and breathing techniques, and you know, um, relaxation, whatever. Homeopathy is something completely different than that. It is water, and it's useless. Don't equate them. But it's not something that the news stations – I don't know. Maybe they're just not doing their research. Maybe they don't want to piss off people who are into homeopathy and stop mm -hmm. them from listening to the, the station. Like, I don't know. In any case, it's, it's fairly reckless. Or they're advertisers. Right. Sure. Mm. I say if you want to use homeopathy, do it. Because you'll probably die, and you'll probably make the planet a better place. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking done trying to educate people. <laughs> That's actually kind of a good transition to my next story. <laughs> Great. This week's In Memoriam. Oh. Uh, this guy, his name is Mac Parhar. I, I don't know much about him, except for the fact that I know he's Canadian. Uh, he is a, a COVID-19 denier. He is a flat earther conspiracy uh, and anti-mask movement he's a, me a member of. So he just died this last week at the age of 48 in his home. Now, there is no direct evidence that he died from COVID-19. So we don't know. Like, it's possible. It, it seems probable considering some of his last videos that he posted where he talked about having trouble breathing and apparently looking like crap. And uh, he said, I quote, I'm jacked up on extra strength Advil and Tylenol for the last two days. It's the only way I can function. If I'm not on Advil or Tylenol, I'm lying in bed. So mm. it sounds like he had COVID, uh, even though he denied it. He denied that COVID even existed. It was all a conspiracy theory. Deep state got to him. <laughs> It, it's interesting, though, because, I mean, a lot of the people that are deniers die in the hospital because eventually they go, I can't breathe. I need to go to the hospital. This guy went all the way, never called 911, never actually gave in and said, all right, hospital, please help me. He stayed with the story. Okay. That's dedication. <laughs> yeah. <True>. Yeah. <laughs> or just, you know, stupidity, stubbornness. He, he definitely did take ivermectin, by the way. He said mm. that... Uh, he even said, the horse parasite remover? Yeah, so I did that, and I feel like 40 or 50% better. And, uh, you know, I'm a little bit down right now. And then, yeah, like died a couple of days later. Oosh. So, wow. yeah. Anyway, it's just this week's, what is it? Stupid game, play stupid games, win stupid prizes? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> 
So under the coronavirus, uh, more than 5 million people have died so far across the planet. Wow. Yay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are we at in uh, in the U.S.? Is It's 745,000, the last I checked, somewhere near there. Uh, cases. Yep, around there. And, you know, America, number one, uh, we are still in the lead. We have the highest case count, the highest death tally. Uh, second is India, then Brazil, the UK, and Russia. Good company to be in. Yeah. Yeah. Now, India is likely to be higher, actually, but they uh, don't have very good records. But we'll never know. Yeah. Uh, Russia, though, is rapidly gaining. They are having a huge outbreak at the moment. And if you're getting to feeling feeling too comfortable, if you look at the numbers coming out of the U.S., we are not. We were going down for a while. We've leveled off again. Yeah, it's and we're just uh, heading in and just getting into cold weather and holiday season. So yeah, and didn't doctors say there's like there is like a two week cycle now with it? Sort of like every so often, which would explain why Florida is down. Mm. Well, that in Florida has been you know hiding the numbers. So also probably killing off people who mm. get COVID. So yeah. I mean, it, and people are, uh, there's a, a, a much higher incidence of people getting it a second time around currently. The people that got it early on and are still being irresponsible and did not get vaccinated are getting it again. So there's that as well. Don't let your guard down. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Not anymore, Karen. What more can I do? What <laughs> more can I do? Well, are they I, ever going to listen? No. Are they ever going to listen? No. Just. Yesterday, I drove in my small-ass town of a thousand fucking people. There was a gigantic anti-mask, anti-vax rally going on on wow. the street. Stop experimenting on our children. Stop experimenting on us. Fuck you. Fuck Biden. All this shit. Wow. I give up! They're right, not going to learn. No, they're not. Go get your booster, then. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know what to do. Yeah, there's because a... telling, telling them the truth doesn't help. No. no. No, and it's definitely become a partisan issue. There's an article in the New York Times that uh, in October, 25 out of every 100,000 residents of heavily Trump counties died from COVID. 25 out of 100,000. As a contrast, Biden counties, it was 7.8. Wow. So it's like three times the number of people are dying in Trump, Trump country as it is in the more Democratic counties. So it is clearly a a partisan thing, like the the, the whole vaccination thing, then the anti mask. It, it's I mean, it's not just a political. It's not just political at this point. It's taking lives more. Mm. Yeah, and it's because you've got people like uh, the governor in Alaska now, not Sarah Palin, uh, <laughs> Mike Dunleavy, uh, ordered state agencies to ignore the federal mandates on vaccines. I mean, you've got politicians doing crap like that. Of course, you're going to have more deaths in your in your areas. Like, I don't again, I, I would hope at some point this kind of is going to even out because there's going to be enough people dying that it'll make an impact at the polls. Like That's, that's all I'm thinking. I'm like, maybe they'll just die out naturally. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there have to be I mean, with that kind of ratio there. It's got to be, you know, narrowing the gap in some places. I mean, but the the super red, the problem is, well, it's not, it's not a problem. Sorry. Um, the, the, the difficulty in the argument is, though, that the, the super red counties where the, the numbers are really high, you, it's, it's not close enough to make a difference. 
you're not going to mm. flip that county from red to blue. It's the the purple. Well, no, you can just redistrict that county so that it stays red. Exactly. Yeah, and the purple counties, you're not going to lose enough of a you know disparity right. to make a difference. Uh, Grinch Grinch asked if uh, Mike Dunleavy is the uh, basketball player. I don't know. I w- I wouldn't recognize any basketball player names. So you, you're going to have to research that one on your own. I have no idea. <laughs> it doesn't that mention last name it. Sounds familiar. Okay. <laughs> So this article might be paywalled. I don't know. It's on the Houston Chronicle. Maybe you're only allowed to read it once. However, Texas Medical Board, I did have to mention this, Texas Medical Board is trying to set Dr. Stella Emanuel straight. If you remember, she is, again, the demon sperm doctor. Mm. Demon sperm. Yeah. (laughs) She received a fine from the medical board for pushing, uh, giving prescriptions for ivermectin, or was it hydroxychloroquine? I think it was hydroxychloroquine. In either case. She's uh she's she's got a fine from the medical board, five hundred dollars. Oh, that'll Ooh. make a difference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She'll just charge five hundred dollars for the prescription. Case right. solved. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sure she's running some kind of Patreon or Kickstarter page that'll pay for that. Oh yeah. <laughs> that'll cover <laughs> cover that five hundred dollar bill. Yeah, help me pay my fine so I can keep giving you misinformation. Yeah. Well, at least she's not facing real hard justice like that broad who got 60 whole days <laughs> for smashing her way into the Capitol building, trying to kidnap or kill senators. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm on my limit, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, we spend every week here trying to figure out solutions, and I don't think there is one. No, I don't think there is. For the for the people that are really dug in, for the ones that um, you can change their minds, yeah, the, um, the, the, threaten, the threatening the loss of their jobs – Will make a difference. I mean, um, the kind of the the group that I've been watching in town of uh, the union staff at the, the university they they, they move, we move the needle in one week from twenty seven percent to thirty eight percent. Still not nearly enough, but it's moving. So we'll see. Sweet, yeah, that's fine. But at the other side, you've got all the crazies, and mm. the crazies uh, have their own news channels. Yep. Uh, the next thing that I have is about. I think we talked about this before. Lucifer rays. Um, So there is a chemical in fireflies that causes them to glow. The whole fireflies and at the dusk, you know, glowing, pulsing with light. They have their own light source. The chemical that is in there is a bioluminescent marker. It's called luciferase. Now, it was named luciferase because the name lucifer means light bringer. Hmm. So this luciferase is a chemical that fireflies have that causes them to glow. Well... There's a reporter, not just a reporter, but the White House correspondent for Newsmax, (laughs) Emerald Robinson, Emerald, tweeted out that, Dear Christians, the vaccines contain a bioluminescent marker called luciferase, so you can be tracked. Uh, She says, read the last book of the New Testament to see how this ends. Apparently, she can't remember that the last book of the New Testament is Revelation. (laughs) So she's referencing Revelation which is where the mark of the beast is. And she's saying that they're trying to mark you as Christians so that you can be tracked. And this all actually stems, as we've talked about before, uh, all the crazy stuff seems to stem from just a nugget of truth. Luciferase, the chemical, was used when they were trying to isolate the virus so that they could do testing on the virus and come up with the vaccine. So they use this as a chemical marker to mark 
the virus the viral cells so that they could track them. Oh, it's so you can no just way physically see them. To, what's that? <laughs> cool. You can physically see them. That's cool. Right. Exactly. So hmm. it's in no way used in the creation of the vaccine. It was just used while they were testing with the virus to find out how it reacted to different things. Hmm. But because it was used, she's now saying it's in the vaccine. It's the mark of the beast. It's going to track you as be for being a Christian, which I don't know why it would glow in Christians and not others. But apparently because it comes from <laughs> Satan, because it's called Luciferase. Right. In any case, even this apparently was enough for uh, Newsmax. She has since been sidelined. Uh, <laughs> even Newsmax could not get behind this. So I guess good for them. Yeah. <laughs> Twitter has also sus suspended her account. Right. So she, she, yeah, she went too far. This is far enough. All right. So now we know. <laughs> I did the level of crazy. I, yeah. <laughs> well, it's high level. Yeah. When, when we're, we're it's really top shelf craziness. Oh, yeah. So last week we were talking about the crazy people that showed up in um, Dealey Plaza in, in, yeah. in Dallas. Yeah. There's, they've been there all week. They're still there. They've been wandering around Dallas. Hey, Superman's going to show up at any time. Oh, you made the trip. You don't want to miss it. It could happen at any moment. <laughs> at one point, they they formed a giant circle in the middle of Dealey Plaza, and then they made it into a queue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> at one point, they were um, they all lined up to get um, instructions from a guy underneath the bridge, something about birds. I didn't follow at that point because I really just lost it. <laughs> They're not real. <laughs> birds, birds are, are real. real. Yeah. They're just <laughs> surveillance. Surveillance drones, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's a there's a there's a reporter that's been um, checking in on them periodically and says, "Yep, still there." <laughs> and wow. like I said last time, those are only the people that could actually get there. Right. There's right. probably people who wanted to be there and couldn't get there. A lot of them, and they're there all week. Well, when when uh, JFK Jr. didn't show up, wasn't there a theory because there was a concert in town that JFK Jr. was actually Keith Richards? Yeah. Well, he was going to show up at the concert at a minimum, yeah. Right. But well, I, wait, he was going to show up. Wait, was he going to show up at Dealey Plaza and he didn't because he was a big Stones fan? Yeah. And <laughs> couldn't make it? Sorry, guys? Maybe, but part <laughs> of the theory was that he was actually Keith Richards. Like, that Keith Richards is actually JFK Jr. Oh, so, okay, wait. So he didn't show up because he had a play at Stones concert. <laughs> right. I don't know yes. anymore. <laughs> I had to postpone my resurrection ceremony. <laughs> Sorry you all waited out there for me, but a show is a show and the show must go on. <laughs> and Nick doesn't like it if I'm late. Look, you can't always get what you want. That's that's really no! what it is. <laughs> oh my uh. god. <laughs> I'm trying to think of more Stones puns, but I can't. So. <laughs> uh, so, in the midst of all the craziness... Part of the reason that the craziness still lives is because there are doctors that propagate, that continue to put out misinformation, that are actually physicians. And a whole bunch of them just had a conference. A conference in Florida. Of course. And here's the thing. These are doctors who have promoted ivermectin as a cure or a treatment for COVID-19. Ivermectin, the the horse, the, the, the medicine that is used as a horse dewormer. <laughs> Where did they meet? Where was this conference held other than the World Equestrian Center in <laughs> Ocala, Florida? <laughs> the doctors who promote the 
Horse Dewormer held their conference at the World Equestrian Center. I just... You, how? How did they... Of course they did. Hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, they had a conference, and so they all patted each other on the back, and, and people cheered for them because uh, they're, they're breaking the grip of fear. And um, yeah, misinformation being spouted like, your children are more likely to be harmed by the vaccine than by COVID. It's just not true. No. It seems false. Yeah. And of course, they're all, you know, sitting around tables unmasked, because it makes perfect sense. All slurping on their horse paste. <laughs> yep. Taking their. You just need to take vitamins. That's all you need to do. Boost your immune system. Yeah. Yep. Copper rod up your butthole. You are safe. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the little tiny bit of truth that gets them in trouble. I mean, you know, <laughs> vitamin C has been. You know, it's good for you. Vitamin D is good for you. H having, Don't tell you know... them that. Don't tell them that. They'll <laughs> stop taking vitamins. <laughs> Big vitamins have to get them. I, I, you know, a, a, a proper diet would, would do the same. But, you know, if, if you're going to eat McDonald's all the time, take some vitamins. Yeah. Yeah. People yeah we should start Sorry. Yes. I hadn't thought about the, the copper rod in a while. And then it spiraled out of control in my mind. Yeah, I really think we should speed this process up. Biden should put a mandate out right now that all citizens of the United States have to breathe oxygen all the time. <laughs> a third of the country just falls over dead tomorrow yeah and there's no alternative no other thing you cannot breathe anything else but oxygen well and well hopefully with nitrogen because most of air is nitrogen with some oxygen well, and no, well no matter well, what you do you cannot do not put a plastic bag over your head to deprive yourself of oxygen that needs to be part of the order <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> i do what i want just, let's just speed this fucking freedom parade forward all right all the way to its logical end. Yeah. <laughs> Where you it, drop dead because of your stupidity. <laughs> it, it says something about the the American educational institutions, though, that we have let all of these people down and, and not trained them properly to think. Is it really that? Uh, it's a big part of it, I think. I mean, the, the, yeah, there's a bunch – stupid people will be stupid. Mm -mm, there's not much you can do about that. And think of it, the average human, you know, and, and half of the people are going to be dumber than that. <laughs> I forget who said that some comedian but we carlin thank you thank you alpha it was carlin um but we ha we have not given them any tools to to make good decisions clearly well, i think the tools are there i think the the fact that i again i i know we're on the right podcast but i totally blame religion mm. because religion has told them to believe in fantasy and to not trust science like that is part of of a lot of religious viewpoints so if you believe that God is going to save you and that you need to listen to your pastor more than a doctor, like, religion is totally to blame for a good portion of these problems. That's true. I mean, you, you see it in the um, in the the things that people say about the people that have died from COVID. They they don't say, oh, you know, I miss him terribly. It's such a shame that he's gone. You know, the, he's with God now. He's you know, the, the glory at the highest. He's over the mountain. They, they look at it. They, they display it as a good thing. That he's, you know, passed into the next life or whatever they want to, however they want to say it. You know, because I know you guys are looking for all these things to blame, but is it just possible mm -hmm. that as a species, <laughs> we are just fucking stupid, most of us, <laughs> <laughs> and not as evolved as we thought we are? Because the biggest thing I heard in the news this week was how hundreds of people crushed other human beings at a mm -hmm. concert yeah. because they were too stupid to realize what they were doing. True. 
Ian, am I wrong? <laughs> no, that's accurate. That happened. No, 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 not that part. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, we, we all know that happened. Yeah. Are we just a good portion of us just fucking dummies? Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, I, Ian I, is, I didn't think that was in dispute oh. <laughs> or, or, or needed further investigation. Ian has worked in customer service far too many times to, yeah. to say anything otherwise. <laughs> If you've ever worked in customer service for any amount of time, you quickly realize that the, the average population, they're, yeah, they're a bunch of dummies. Absolutely, the pits. Yep. Yeah. Oh, and it, and it's, it, for the most part, it's hidden because you don't, all the people that you see on TV, all, you know, all the depictions of humans that you see are, are not the morons for the most part. But my God. Yeah, there's a lot of them and they're everywhere. But I think I think it, it's a combination of all the things. It religion makes people not think; they they have faith instead. Education doesn't train them that that's not a good way to approach things, um, and they're just stupid by nature. So yeah, and their yeah. parents dropped them on their head and shook them. So, <laughs> I mean, I didn't come from the most educated place ever, and I've had access to the internet for twenty five mm. years. I don't know. I mean, like, there's a you. It's real easy to get the truth. Of things. True. In my opinion. And I just feel like these people are just too dumb. Well, if the truth is contrary to what you already believe or want to believe, mm. then rather than adjusting your own beliefs, which is hard, you can just ignore the truth. Right. And cling to whatever it is is making you happy. Or, better yet, whatever it is that's making you mad because now you feel driven You've you you now have glorious purpose. <laughs> oh boy. Here we go. <laughs> Man. And you found kinship with people that think like you, so now you're even stronger. Yeah. Ugh. We are doomed as a species. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a true story. Mm -hmm. Alright, there's a lot of talk about Ivermectin tonight, so I think it's it's apt that I have this as a story. Uh Ivermectin, there's a study. That we've been, I'm sure, has been thrown in everybody's face. If you ever have an argument with somebody who believes uh, believes that ivermectin is is the cure, there was a study that showed that ivermectin could treat patients with SARS-CoV-2. That paper has been withdrawn. The paper that was submitted that showed that that the, the study that it did work has been withdrawn. Now. Why was it withdrawn? Well, there are several reasons. First off, when it was reviewed, because that's what happens in science, is people mm -hmm. submit or publish papers, and then they get reviewed. People will come out and say, no, here's where you messed up. Here's, here's where you go, need to go back and take a look at stuff. So there were blocks of details in 11 patients that had been copied and pasted repeatedly, <laughs> suggesting many of the trials patients didn't really exist because oh, wow. the actual data was just copy pasted over and over and over again. Um, so that was a clue that the study wasn't, you know, done correctly. <laughs> Repeatable or legitimate <laughs> or. Wow. So they retracted the paper. And what did they say? They didn't say, no, we were wrong. They said, oh, we submitted the wrong file. There was a problem with the file. So we're going to retract this. And, uh, you know. Get it right next time, I guess. Except they didn't really say there was going to be a next time. But they said there was an error between files used for the st statistical analysis. So they retracted their paper. They never said, oh, you're right. This isn't, this doesn't work. Ivermectin isn't something that can be used. <laughs> they just retracted it because, you know, we, we've sent you the wrong file. 
So what you're saying is the deep state has got to them and got them to, you know, take it down. That's what you're saying, right? <laughs> but they found a way to well, keep their message alive. I clearly <laughs> asked my assistant to send the file on the flash drive labeled legitimate file. Mm. I don't know how they got it mixed up with the file labeled fraudulent file, but that's what happened. Yeah. You can always keep both of those whenever you're doing a study. <laughs> so no one steals your research. <laughs> Man. So that's the best case scenario for ivermectin is a study that was completely fraudulent. But it doesn't matter because they've already decided that that is the truth and there's no budging them from it. So all the idiots are going to continue using that as their mantra, ivermectin. Yeah. Asking, pulling their, their parents out of hospitals because the doctors won't give them ivermectin and treating them at home. Crazy shit's going on in some places. All right, that's the last I got about that. Does you guys have anything else, COVID or? <laughs> uh, good no. news, COVID-wise. Um, okay. There are two new uh, treatments in the works. Oh, one that's from true. Merck. One from Merck and one from Pfizer. Both have um, antiviral medications um, looking to get um, emergency authorization. One of them, I think the Merck one helped like 30, 40% and the Pfizer one helps like 90%. And it's a, it's a pill you take or a series of pills you take early on and, and, and for 90% of people that take it, keeps them out of the hospital. Damn. So really good results. Looks very promising. Yes. Nice. You combine that with the, the vaccine and yep. yeah, it actually, actually gives me a little bit of hope that we can put this behind us eventually. Yeah. You know, after of a third of the population dies off from it, and we we get these uh, drugs yeah. greenlit. Yeah. What? I'm not excited <laughs> about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, the next thing that I have is kind of a follow-up to something we talked about last week. Uh, we talked about the push for churches to take over school boards, etc. Mm-hmm. So there's an article done by Jason Wilson at The Guardian that uh, is a report on the Christ Church in Moscow, Idaho. This church, there's a whole bunch of different things going on. But the main thing is the church is really trying to take over the town. So they are pushing stuff in the media. Um, they are trying to prevent anyone who's not Christian from, from uh, moving into town. They oh. are purchasing uh, real estate. They are, are running for office. They're expanding their grasp. All And this is a willful thing uh, that the pastor is trying to do. I don't have his first name here. Pastor Wilson. Um, he claimed that we are not yet in a hot civil war with shooting and all, but we are in a cold war slash civil war and urged his his uh, patrons or his, uh, what are they called? Parishioners. Parishioners. Thank you. I knew it was a P word. Urged his <laughs> parishioners to resist openly in concert with any others in your same position. Uh, rebellion against lawful authority is an example of free people refusing to go along with their own enslavement. So he's pushing against the, the government mandates and trying to take over the entire town and create a purely Christian uh, society. I mean, he is firmly in cult territory with all oh. this action. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. it's a, kind of a fuzzy line between church and cult anyway, but whew, he's stepping over it. <laughs> so they're doing everything that they can to take over financially, politically, education, pretty much the whole gambit. Hmm. So is this, is this a little dry run for the rest of the country? Yeah, that's the concern. 
that's the uh, yeah. well. I mean, I mean he, this... he he said it. He said it's a cold war, and it, you know might turn into a hot war. He's preparing for civil war. Yeesh. Yeah, again, militant religious militants. Uh, yeah, very worrisome. Yeah, I imagine a hundred years from now in other countries they're going to be going, man. How did America end up the way it did? How did they let that happen? Right. <laughs> One hopes that it's, you know, in, in a higher educational institution where you, you study the limitations of democracy and how, you know, how to do it right. But I, I suspect it will just be from cave people underground because they can't go to the surface anymore. It's been wiped out by the nuclear war. <laughs> so, Or, you know, climate change. One of the two. Mm. Mm. I don't think a cave is going to be any good in climate change. It's water, water goes downhill. So, <laughs> good point. underground, not so good. Mm. All right, the last thing that I that I have last story. It's a it's more just a come up in this kind of story. There's this guy, William Neal, quote unquote Doc Gallagher, uh, has been sentenced to three life sentences, and they also tacked on thirty years just for good measure. <laughs> Uh, because of his schemes, he ran a Ponzi scheme on religious folks in Texas. So uh, the judge, uh, or sorry, uh, district attorney said that uh, Gallagher, Doc Gallagher, is one of the worst offenders I have ever seen. He built people that followed him individually $50,000, $600,000 from some individuals. Wow ruthlessly stole from clients who trusted him and basically he went after the elderly and how did he do it he targeted the religious people uh he advertised on christian radio with the tagline see you on see you in church on sunday mm. uh promoted his business with jesus christ money master oh and advertised all over Christian radio broadcasts. And, uh, yeah, basically, give me your money and I'll make more money for you. And then mm. just took their money and lived the best life he could. He amassed $32 million. Whew. Oh, my God. Yep. Wow. So, so who, this, is this, who is the scarier one? Um, this guy or uh, making a Christian town guy? <laughs> oh, definitely making a Christian town guy, but yeah, yeah, yeah. really only because, I mean, this guy built other Christians. Well, he's not a Christian, but he built Christians mm. to give him his money. That and he's 80. He's not going to be around long, and he's going to be in prison for at least, you know, three lifetimes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so what was he offering? I, what was he offering them in exchange for their money? Uh, the only it, thing that I can find is that he was offering to take their money and make more money out of it. His investment businesses. So, yeah, was, you right. know. And then he said he would give it back to them? Well, with interest. I want to know where the crime that he committed was. It was a Ponzi scheme. I don't really know exactly what his. I don't know the whole thing. Right. I, I, I'm just. Yeah. Again, that's fine. And I don't expect you to. I'm just curious what specifically he did that's different than what, like, Joel Osteen does every day and why he's going to jail and no one else who does what he does is. Well, this guy wasn't particularly promoting a religious thing, right? He was promoting a business thing. Yeah, he give me your you know lifetime earnings, and I'll triple them and return them to you with zero okay. intent of actually doing that. Right, that's totally he just different. Changed, and, he just targeted he, religious people. Right, right, okay. Because they're trusting. he went after people he knew were gullible. Right, but Already. he was in <laughs> fact actually committing crimes. Yes, 
So the the Ponzi scheme that I, all I know in general a Ponzi scheme is you get a few investors and then you get those people to get other people involved and then they invest and the the first investors can make money off mm. of the second line of investors and then that continues right. and continues. So the first few people who get involved make a ton of lots, money, lots of money, and yeah. everybody else just loses out. Right. And of sure. course, if you're at the top of the Ponzi scheme, you make tons of money, all the money, right? So I don't know what he was actually selling them. My understanding, because he ran Gallagher Financial Group. So my understanding mm, okay. is that it was supposed to be some sort of uh, investment kind of Sounds thing. like it. It sounds like, okay, so he was just targeting religious groups because he knows them to be rubes. Right. Yes. Oops. Yeah. Okay. He wasn't just like, hey, I love Jesus. Give me all your money. <laughs> no, that's perfectly legal. Right. No, if he was smart, yeah. that's what he would have done. <laughs> right. That doesn't get you in jail. He got three life prison sentences for this? Plus 30 well, years, yes. He was sentenced Plus. to 25 years in prison, but he's 80. So, yeah. Well, he, Yeah, but he still got three life sentences for this. Yes. Plus 30 years. He was sentenced to three life prison sentences on Monday. Mm. For taking money from people. Mm. Meanwhile, Kyle Rittenhouse killed people and he's going to walk. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But- and I have to ask this question to Ian. He's 80. He How long has he been doing the scheme? 30? No, he's got a 30-year sentence. How long has he been running the scheme? I do not know. Well, probably a long while. Because what I'm wondering is, you get to live your life like a millionaire, and then you got to go to jail when you're 80. Is it worth it? <laughs> probably. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, damn. <laughs> right. No 80-year-old man's doing hard time. No, he's in the old age wing. Right. And he still might get off. He's got millions of dollars, right? That's true. <laughs> well, he probably had to give it back. It's usually part of the deal if you're, you know, convicted of a Ponzi scheme. Everything that can, people can get their hands on, at least. Well, he's been in prison since 2019, so it's taken this long to get him actually sentenced. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's just I guess it just feeds into the idea that religious people tend to be more gullible because, you know, you have to believe in an, your invisible friend who lives in the sky, who talks to you personally and grants you favors, supernatural favors. Like Yeah. Well, you also have to trust in people that say the same words that you do and, and say that they're like you. you know, if they prove themselves to be, or say that they're part of your tribe, you trust them with all of your finances. Yeah. You, you trust them to be your president, even though he is clearly not a Christian. <laughs> <laughs> I have got to investigate how to do this. <laughs> because I will start going to the fucking local churches here on Sundays and start spouting out about my new business venture if these morons give me money and I go, now you give me this money, but you won't see any of it for a year. Right. And then I just give them the money of the people that I get a year from now, right? Is that how it works? And yes. I just keep it funneling and keep it going. Yeah. Well, but that's the illegal part. No, I get it, but I can do it for <laughs> till I'm fucking 80. <laughs> oh, right. Potentially. But again- yeah. If you want to never go to jail, even when you're 80, just tell them that if they give you their money, God will reward them and they'll get good fortune and essentially double their money. In heaven. That seems like a lot of work, though. <laughs> like, like, I got to keep spouting this shit out. I mean, like, you know, eventually I want to get the word going so I don't have to get up on Sunday mornings and they'll just call me <laughs> once the word spreads. <laughs> right. That's exactly what he did. Right. Are you yeah. that guy who's willing to take my money? <laughs> yeah. Why, yes, I am. <laughs> Praise Jesus. 
Like, I just want to know what his shtick was. You know, like, what what was the, what exactly, did, what do I say to a person to get them to give me their money? I don't know. You're going to have to look up Ponzi schemes for dummies. I <laughs> yeah, I mean, other than just like, yeah, give me your money and I'll fucking do shit with it, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. He doesn't look incredibly charismatic, but apparently he was. Oh, what are you trying to say? I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm saying it, it. I think it's a requirement. You have to be charismatic, and he doesn't look it. I, so. I know. <laughs> All right, that's the last thing I got. Does anybody have anything else? I no, do not. but I, I got a lot of homework to do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's going to be it for this week. Uh, as we wrap it up, first thing I want to do is uh, thank our patrons for supporting the podcast. We really do appreciate it. Uh, Judy, Joe, Alpha, Grinch, Joshua. I even saw Jeff for a second. But yep. I think he's Me as well. just getting off work. So, uh, hey, we really do appreciate the support. It, you know, it offsets the cost for us. So, yeah, means a bunch. Uh, if you enjoy the podcast, you could join them and sign up on our Patreon page. Uh, you can chat with us directly while we record. Um, if you can't do that and you still want to support the podcast, you can share the podcast on social media or leave a review for us wherever you happen to listen. Uh, if you want to contact us, you can on our Facebook page or tweet at ProfaneArg. Also, I want to encourage people to check out other shows on the soon-to-be-named network, at least while it still exists. I, I don't know the future Whoa. of the soon-to-be-named network. Apparently, it's in... Why? It's in, What's going on? I don't know. I think you should, I think you need to talk to Brian. Oh, is, <laughs> oh, is it? Oh, this is... Okay, this is the thing I spoke to you about last week, right? Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Already. So... Oh. But for now, it's still there. You can check out all the other shows on the soon-to-be-named soon network at soon-to-be-namednetwork.com. Uh, again, thanks for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. Hey, wait. Aren't you going to tell them we're not going to be here for two weeks? Oh, crap. Hey. <laughs> I didn't make a note of that. Yeah, the podcast is going to be on hiatus for two weeks. Uh, next week is, uh, probably not going to happen. We're, we're going to say it's, it's just not going to happen. And then, uh, we will be off the Thanksgiving week. So yeah, we are taking a two week, two week break from the podcast. So thanks, Jared. Just enough time for me to get my Ponzi scheme off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I'm Jared. <laughs> and this is Ian, future Ponzi assistant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, good night, and may your God go with you.